Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get The Secret War on Cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report, or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government. Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough. I've got a special report just for you from my friends at Swiss America, and it's free. Go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to get it now.
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Coming up, uh, look ahead at some of the biggest stories of 2023 and what they mean to 2024. You know, voting for the presidential primaries gets underway in less than a week. But we will also get some insight and some perspective on that uh, defense secretary who went missing uh, and also the new demands from Mexico. It's Kevin McCullough Radio, and we get started right now. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you with us. Uh, welcome to the uh, Tuesday edition. We've got a lot to get to. KT McFarland will be here. Ed Morrissey will be here. Uh, a little bit later on, we are going to uh, – uh, it's it's an eye roll how bad it is. But uh, the president was at the um, um, the church in Charleston, South Carolina, where that horrific shooting took place a few years ago. And some of the stuff that he said yesterday – and he's having to he's having to go back to the – I'm going to stop white supremacy because he has nothing else to run on. He can't run on the economy. He can't run on the border. He can't run on national security. He can't run on our leading the effort uh, in terms of uh, fight against global terrorism. He can't even he can't even uh, defend the actions of his own defense department in the last week. So he's he's in a heap of trouble. So why not why not go do some race baiting? And make some outlandish lies. We'll get into all that before we're done uh, today. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. But the the big news uh, coming through is that uh, the the administration is trying to claim that they're going to get you know the the government of Mexico to really cooperate with us in terms of uh, helping us with the border crisis. Understanding that the American president is kind of you know, between a rock and a hard place, the Mexican president is fully intending on taking him to the woodshed. Um, Mexican president Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador issued a lengthy series of demands detailing what the U.S. must offer in exchange for Mexico's help in stemming the flow of migrants to the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, you would think that the president of Mexico would think that these migrant trains aren't good for his country. You have hundreds of thousands of people just walking through your country. You would think that's that's not good. But he evidently doesn't care too much about that, and now he he, he sees his payday coming. Uh, uh, Lopez Obrador's demands came during a Friday press conference, which came roughly a week after he met with Homeland Security Secretary Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in Mexico City in late December. The U.S. officials requested that Mexico boost its assistance in stopping illegal immigration, and Lopez Obrador responded by demanding that the U.S. give $20 billion 
to Latin American and Caribbean countries, grant work visas to 10 million Hispanics who have worked in the U.S. for at least 10 years, end sanctions against Venezuela, and half the blockade of Cuba. And halt the blockade of Cuba. The negotiations come at a critical time for President Biden, whose polling numbers on illegal immigration have been low throughout uh, his presidency. Well, friends, how does this how does this help him on that? The the one demand that he's making is that you allow 10 million Hispanics who've worked in the U.S. for at least 10 years to have work visas. There's there's no commitment there to keep people from coming. End the sanctions against Venezuela. This guy is a communist. The head of the head of the Mexican government. He's he's a full on uh, socialist Marxist. That's what he is. He doesn't like America being strong. He wants America to show weakness, and he wants twenty billion dollars from us. Um, a rather snarky producer within the uh, Salem media world wrote, I, I wonder how much of the $20 billion he's asking for is going to go directly to the drug cartels. Well, he, he, knows, he knows where he gets paid. There's no, there's no doubt about that. So, of course, there's going to be some of that going on. But look at this list, $20 billion, That's absurd to begin with. Work visas for 10 million Hispanics for at least the next 10 years and sanctions against Venezuela halt the blockade of Cuba. And if you do all of that, then he may help the U.S. with the surge of migrants at the border. They're averaging about 240,000 now coming across and getting confronted. 240,000. That's that's a lot of people. Um and now we're now the the, the best number that you can kind of piece together is uh, about 8 million total that have come that have been apprehended that have been let go and the uh number of those that have gotten away is somewhere in the 900,000 to a million range. So about 12.5%, about 12.5 out of every 100 that we're apprehending, 12.5 uh, are getting away. That's, that's the rough math on that. And the Mexican president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, Saying twenty billion, twenty billion. You write me a check for twenty billion, and I'll help you. I see. When I see this kind of thing, I'm thinking he doesn't really want to help us. It, it, he must not mind having all these migrants chewing through the innards of Mexico. Either the damage they're doing, either in Mexico, such bad shape that the damage that migrants of these of these numbers coming through. It, it's just you can't really tell that there's much of an impact. That's that's how bad off Mexico is. If you had hundreds of thousands of migrants marching up through Texas or New Mexico or Arizona from the south of the state to the top of the state, wherever they would be, by the time they got there, it'd be a holy mess. But he must not be that concerned about it. And if he's fighting for things like 
he's fighting to end the, the blockade of Cuba and sanctions against Venezuela. What possible good does Mexico have in saying bring the sanctions against Venezuela to an end? How does that help Mexico? Let Venezuela keep their nasty little, you know, tyrannical dictator dictatorship to themselves. Just ignore them. We're going to blockade them because they're not they're not treating their people properly. We have sanctions on them because they're horrible, horrible government, basically abusing their citizenry. But you think that it's it's um, it's so important to help the U.S. with this that that you have to demand that you end sanctions against Venezuela when Venezuela is doing nothing to help our hemisphere, zero. They were one of the most thriving economies uh, 15 years ago. They they are a toilet bowl now in terms of what they're contributing to the uh, Western Hemisphere. It's really sad. But that is where they're at. All right, coming back, Katie McFarland's going to give me her insight on exactly what happened with the defense secretary this week. Stay with us. You're listening to Kevin McCullough. I've got a special report just for you from my friends at Swiss America, and it's free. Go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to get it now. Champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief and then They raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. 
he would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by, how I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, welcome. It's uh, the Tuesday edition of Kevin McCullough Radio, and someone that I'm so glad to have in terms of a mix in the voice uh, of perspectives that you hear from here at this microphone is my next guest, Katie McFarland, longtime uh, political analyst in kind of uh, national affairs, foreign policy, national security. She's got uh, a lot of experience in all those arenas. And KT, I heard um, probably a half dozen voices yesterday demanding the resignation of uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Mr. Austin, and kind of an unrepentant uh, approach from the White House saying, no, we're going to back this guy no matter what. For people that don't know the details, how big of a breach of protocol and policy was it for him not only to be gone and 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 just to have like just jettisoned his job for a few days, but to not tell his boss and to not tell his underlings where he was. Zero dereliction of duty, and it, it's a serious issue. It's not just oops, we made a mistake in scheduling, or it's a PR thing we forgot to notify the public. It, it's a real constitutional issue because there's something in the Constitution that talks about the commander in chief. In other words, the guy who's in charge of the American Armed Forces is the President of the United States. And there's a chain of command. It goes from the President to the Secretary of Defense 
to the military. And if the Secretary of Defense is unavailable, then it goes to the Deputy Secretary of Defense. Those are the only two people in the chain of command at the Pentagon who can tell the military, you go here, you do that, you go to war. It's not, you can't call up the number 10th guy in the Pentagon. You can't have the Secretary of State call the military to say, look, we want you to do this. You don't have the National Security Advisor. It can only be the Secretary of Defense. And the fact that the Secretary of Defense was in an ICU unit in a hospital, who knows, conscious or not. The deputy was on, on the beach in, in Puerto Rico on vacation. The chief of staff of the Pentagon was homesick. And somehow the president didn't know about it. The vice president didn't know about it. The secretary of state didn't know about it. The national security advisor didn't know about it. Guess who probably knew about it? Chinese, the Russians. They keep track of our senior officials on a 24-7 basis. So if, if, if there had been, Kevin, if there had been, God forbid, but of the missiles that are being fired off by the Houthi rebels in the Red Sea, what if one of them had struck an American vessel or an American naval vessel and had sunk it and there were many American lives lost? What would have happened? The president would have wanted to, you know, we would have been at war, basically. And what would the president do? Call the Pentagon. Oops, nobody's answering the phone. It, it just, it's, it's the casualness and the incompetence of this administration that I find very worrisome. I mean... You know, and you can start right at the top of Joe Biden, who's clearly suffering dementia, and he's the guy that's in charge. I mean, the fact of the matter is, not it really, it's a permanent bureaucracy that's in charge. The people we don't elect, right. people we don't know their names, we don't know their faces, they're never held accountable, they can't be fired. They're the guys running things. So, of course, they weren't terribly concerned that the chain of command didn't work because they're in charge anyway. Well, and this is pointing to a much bigger uh, problem that I think the American people are going to be voting on uh, this year. You know, the Iowa caucuses are now, what, six days away, um, and it's going to be – this is this is on the ballot for sure. But to have – I want to go back to the vulnerability of where we were because it wasn't just the fact – that Houthi rebels could have been firing missiles at us. Uh, we know that Iran's attacked us more than a hundred and what fifty times since October seventh. But you also had Hezbollah um, forming a front. What looks like is they intend to have a front on the northern border of Israel, our most important ally. Israel's already spread thin with their commitment to the Gaza operation right now, and. Any one of these things could trigger, you know, it, it, it's, it's a box of kindling from my, from my vantage point. And it just takes one small spark to, to set the whole thing on fire. And we have literally no one home. I mean, it, if I just in the private sector said one day, I'm not going to show up for work today, but I didn't tell the person that would have to do the work while I was out. And I didn't tell my supervisor. And most likely in my situation, if I don't tell the VP and the, and the, you know, executive brass when I'm going to be gone, uh, there's, there's no, there's no job for me left when I come back. You, you leave people in a lurch. How magnified is that when you're talking about the security of the free world hanging by this non-existent thread? It, it, it's extremely serious, and it just adds to the perception that the United States is a nation in decline. Um, the president physically looks like, mentally looks like he's in decline. He shuffles away, can't figure out where he is. We now have the most senior, most important in the middle of a war, the most important cabinet officer missing, you know, just missing. Um, and 
it just adds to the sense of we can't quite, you know, the we're the game that can't shoot straight. It's whether it's the Afghanistan withdrawal, whether it's the massive inflation, self-induced inflation, whether it's our inability. I mean, the Northeast, for example, where the United States, remember, we are the world's largest producer of oil and natural gas, or at least we were under the Trump administration. And now the Northeast is facing potential blackout of energy crises. It's just the mismanagement of everything. And then the casualness of they don't really care. It's, it's sort of mismanagement right in your face. They lie right in your face. But why is that? It's because they're this unholy trinity between the, de- the Democrats, between the 97% of the federal bureaucracy, which is Democrats, and the media, which is completely Democrats. And they're not just Democrats. They're far-left Democrats. And they don't it's just that, that they seem to have a stranglehold on our governance. And as you point out, we're starting to go to the polls. And the American people need to take serious action and not be deflected. Yeah. Because our, our national security interests today, and certainly well into the future, are at stake. China's running all around the world telling everybody, hey, look, these Americans can't get anything right. They're a nation in decline. We're guys on the rise. You better follow us. If it's a choice between what America wants in the world or what we want in the world, you better fall in line with what we want in the world. Frightening, uh, beyond frightening. Um, I was just looking at some of the polling, KT, and you know that I kind of dabble in predictions and so forth uh, once every four years or so. And I'm I'm stunned. I'm, I'm not stunned because I think that um, Americans are becoming more alert. But Democrats need to be stunned at the percentage of African-Americans, voters under the age of 25, and basically women, whether it's suburban or, um, you know, um, urban, it doesn't it's, – it's starting to not matter because Trump is literally becoming the rallying cry in all of these voter categories. And we've never seen a Republican do that, especially, you know, this at this point in stage of the primary cycle. The Democrats should be worried, but they're probably not. And that almost concerns me more because what tricks do they have up their sleeves? Yeah. You know, a number of us from the Trump administration have been talking lately, uh, privately. And we're looking at, okay, 2016. Well, the, the unholy trinity tried to neuter the Trump presidency with the Russia hoax. And then in 2020 in the election... What did they do? 51 former intelligence agents. They weaponized our intelligence They weaponized the CIA. If people just looked at those Hunter Biden laptop stories and said, oh, gee, maybe there's something bad here, it probably would have influenced the outcome of the election. And so we've got to be on the alert to, okay, they got away with it twice. Are they going to get away with it again? No, I think I think that you're right, and that's why we can't we can't go with the establishment uh, in this cycle uh, under any circumstances. KT McFarland, always appreciate your insights. We'll be talking a lot in the days to come. Thank you so much for being here. Honor and a pleasure, Captain. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away. Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was. I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. 
Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the Secret War on Cash it's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report, or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government, 
Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Ed Morsi rejoins us from hotair.com, and you can read him 24-7. He's always posting and uh, got great stuff there and great insights. Ed, we were talking about the elections of 2024. You know, there's a congressional election that's going to be on the ballot as well, and people are rating the 2023 Congress as the least effective in modern history and when you look at the drama that played out, um, Republicans had a thin majority. Do they hold on to it in 2024 from your perspective? You know, I think it's going to be close. And and the reason why is because American politics is so evenly split right now. And I think the House, uh, you know, it reflects that. It reflected it in the previous Congress, too. I mean, Democrats had a majority, but it was a nine-seat majority. I, I think that we're getting to a point now where the the split in the country is starting to be reflected in splits in the legislature. You know, the Senate's gone 51-49, 50-50 over the last couple of sessions as well. Uh, so I don't think that you, do they hang on to it? Maybe, but I don't think that either party would uh, end up with a, a really effective majority in either chamber. And in part, that's because of candidate selection. In part, that's because they're talking past voters. But in part, it's just because voters have are pretty much 50 50 in the country and this is they're getting the representation that reflects them let me ask you this let's pose a hypothetical trump becomes president but loses the house uh the the senate stays where it is what does his agenda become in 2025 i would guess it would focus on the border um because that's the one place where he had uh, some significant success one of the places, I should say, that he had some significant success, and one of the places where he can he can operate without necessarily too much um, uh, engagement with Congress. The problem is, is that even if Biden wins a second term, he's not going to get much engagement from Congress either because it is just so evenly split. They, I don't, I'm not even sure they're going to be able to get a budget through. Uh, as we're talking about this, we're still debating on how they're going to try to get it through. Uh, so my guess is that whoever is the next president is going to have to rely on executive power, which is, I think, dangerous anyway, but really is the only way that's going to, where things are going to get done. And the accomplishments will be reflected in that. That would be, you know, border security and foreign policy. Let's jump to foreign policy. Uh, we've seen uh, the China relationship change under Joe Biden. We've seen the Russia and Ukrainian relationship kind of morph under Joe Biden. We've seen Iran, um, Punt, thump its chest and get very bellicose under Joe Biden. Uh, we've seen his slow support of Israel and kind of slow walking the help needed at times and even pressure to criticize and be critical of our most important ally. How does the, how does all of that change if Trump becomes the chief executive? Well, I think we go back to the status quo ante, right, which is focusing on Israel's relationships with the Sunni nation, the Abraham Accords, that Trump that was a Trump initiative and it was very successful as long as Trump was in office. And to be fair, Biden's tried to continue it's that. It's still held thus far. I was about to say, let's, yeah. let's be honest. They're hanging in there. They're, they've not attacked Israel or gone on the offensive. So that's, that's good. 
Well, in part, that's because they see Iran as a threat. Right. And that was the, that's the thing that really changed with Biden is that Biden went back to Barack Obama's appeasement policy with Iran, which weakened our influence with the Sunni nation. So if, if Trump comes back, I would guess that that gets reversed back again. We're, we start putting a lot more maximum pressure policies on, um, on Iran, and that will change the dynamic in the Middle East. What about the war between Russia and Ukraine? Uh, the former president has said he would end it quickly. Um, do you see a resolution coming if he's elected? No, I don't see a resolution coming to that. And I'm, I, I, he said that an awful lot. Um, Russia wants to reconquer its former imper- imperial territories. And they, they did it in Georgia in 2008. And they did it uh, in pieces now in Ukraine in 2014 and again in 2022. Uh, the only way that that ends is either Ukraine gets rolled over by Russia or Russia gets rolled over by Ukraine at this point in time. And since I don't really see that being realistic in either direction, my guess is that this war goes on whether Donald Trump likes it or not. Um, KT McFarland has called it another forever war. Is that how you're describing it? You know, a, a forever war, it's, it's, it's going to last as long as there's no resolution to it. And I think part of the issue that we've had in Ukraine, and for that matter in Gaza, is that we keep freezing conflicts when they're not really resolved. And we think that the freeze is a resolution. Um, we tried to freeze the conflict in Ukraine in 2014. It didn't work. Russia still wanted to invade Ukraine, and they did. And they didn't even have a pretext for it at that point in time. They just waited until they figured that they were strong enough to get it done quickly so that the West wouldn't have time to react. Uh, they, uh, you know, the, the Gazans, we keep, we kept freezing the conflict between Hamas and Israel in Gaza, uh, without a resolution, uh, by pretending that Hamas was a partner for peace. And it's simply not realistic. Yeah, it's imagination. Not right. Um, I'm going to keep you one more segment. Uh, Ed Morsey of hotair.com. We're getting a kind of sneak preview of what 2024 looks like. Stay with us. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she told her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, 
and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash Show. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Uh, Ed Morsi is back with us. And Ed, we've been talking about what the new year is going to shape up like as the news. And we've discussed foreign policy. We've discussed uh, some of the um, changes in the machination of government if, you know, certain things go certain ways. One of the areas that uh, the Biden administration has had an outsized impact on is our educational system and the kind of blackmailing of education with their gender ideology and their CRT emphasis. Um, parents, I believe, are going to vote in this next election cycle uh, in very strong ways that they may feel more locally than nationally. At this point, do you see that tipping to one side or the other in terms of the presidential race? You know, culturally, I see it tipping to the Republicans. And I think, you know, we talked earlier about the testimony of the three poison ivy presidents. I like to call them the poison ivies. Um, thank you. It's the bane of my existence. Kevin. Oh, That's all oh, 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 hey. Uh, such a joke. Uh, Go ahead. 
So the, wait, tell me this. How do you, how do you get to that conclusion? Okay. So I, I'll, I'll give you the answer and I'll, uh, I, I don't have another Batman reference. So you are the King. I, 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 <laughs> you. um, but I mean, th- it really put that whole DEI CRT, um, thing on display and it made it, it showed the hypocrisy of this right which is that you know the ethnic determinism is always going to have losers groups of losers and in this case it's always going to be the jews and after the jews it's other people the asians and the whites and and frankly most people don't like that they like the idea of individual um achievement individual um uh, individual character as as a reference for uh, their value rather than the color of their skin or the ethnicity of their ancestors or their religion. And I think that that really exposed this whole DEI CRT thing, at, not just at, in higher ed, but all the way down to, you know, pre-K. And we're seeing examples of that coming up in, in the headlines now rather routinely. And I think that that plays well for Republicans. And that may be enough to push to push the needle just a little bit over the 50-50 line. One of the things that people did not really acknowledge in the headlines uh, in 2022 was that while the congressional races were kind of a hot mess, Republicans picked up some in the House. They didn't win some of the races they really wanted in the Senate, blah, blah, blah. On the local level, moms came out big time and swapped a lot of school boards, 50 of the biggest uh, school boards in the country, uh, went back to moms and dads of common sense and away from the woke monsters that had been there uh, for some time. Um, when you mess with people's kids, you, you pay the price at the ballot box. You do. And and again, parents vote and they're an important voting block. And if as long as they see that as their priority and kids usually are their priority, uh, it's very powerful. It has very powerful effects. And I would say that Republicans could have done better in 2022, especially in the Senate with better candidate selection and a little bit better messaging, too. And I think that, uh, you know, we can talk about abortion a little bit on this. But had they had a coherent message on abortion, I don't think it would have hurt them nearly as much as it did in 2022. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Um, Another phenomenon we saw in 2023 were a lot of old people getting much older in elected office. And, you know, uh, the leader of the Republicans in the Senate now has a nickname called Glitch. Um, you, you saw some people die while in office. Um, is there any trend towards new blood, fresh blood in the, um, in, on the scene for people? I, I don't think so. I mean, you take a look at the presidential election. I, I think that if you poll, you know, the, the, uh, the return of both candidates in 2024, just as a phenomenon itself, it polls very poorly. People didn't want to rerun a, a rematch of 2020 in, in the 2024 election. And yet, here we are. The Democrats haven't produced anybody who could be a, a, a rational alternative to Joe Biden. And the Republicans seem to be going four square behind Donald Trump, which will give the nation, at least if you listen to polling, what it really didn't want. Um, so, no, I don't see that yet, but I think it's going to be coming. Um, let's talk about that. Um Let's let's handicap these uh, first few months uh, in a column I wrote uh, probably, I don't know, five or six weeks ago now, maybe longer than that, um, kind of at the end of the debate cycle, I guess, is when I, I authored it. Um, I said at the time that I think Trump wins in Iowa. I think he wins in New Hampshire, though I think that might be a little bit cagier than Iowa for him. Um, 
I think he sweeps in Nevada pretty easily. And then I think he comes back with a big win uh, in South Carolina, defeating either DeSantis or Haley, whoever has dropped out and endorsed the other one at that time. Because I think once Iowa and New Hampshire goes away, I think a lot of the money dries up for the also-rans. And I just don't think that more than one of them have a chance of coming out of South Carolina with with the hope of a victory. I, I don't know that there is one anyway, but usually Republicans elect their nominee in South Carolina. Whoever wins two of those first three big ones, not counting Nevada, usually goes on to win the nomination. And all of the Republicans that have become president have have followed that cycle. Um, do you see anywhere in those first four contests, which are the ones that happened before Super Tuesday, where someone breaks through? The only one I think that has an opportunity to do that would be DeSantis in Iowa, and really just in Iowa. And that could change, if he does, it could change the the, the context of what happens after that. Uh, DeSantis has spent a lot of money building an, a, a ground organization in Iowa. He spent a lot of time in Iowa. So he's you think he's Ted Cruz in, in 24? He's possibly Ted Cruz. I, now, it I, didn't work for Ted Cruz. Well, it, it worked. It extended the race, that's for sure. I mean, it took to Indiana for him to be mathematically eliminated. But it was interesting. I just was on the phone with um, a well-known talk show host uh, in Iowa, Steve Dace, who has often been on the inside track of uh, nominating and endorsing the, the GOP winner of that first caucus. And his words to me were, Kev, um, I don't know that Trump's ahead by 20 or 30, but this is the lowest level energy primary I've ever seen. Uh, and I don't know what a Nikki Haley sign looks like. So I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised that he's saying what he's saying. Um, and I put it, it to him directly. I said, is Ron, does Ron have Cruz energy? And he refused to say that he did. Ed, uh, a good friend. Thank you for being with us to start the year. Thank you. And happy new year. You too. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. 
color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us as we wrap up uh, today's Kevin McCullough Radio. We've got um, a very, very big series of events coming very, very quickly this spring. We've got uh, caucuses and primaries, and uh, the race for 2024 is underway. And it's it's not looking good. I just have to point out that with um, what we have seen out of the administration over the last uh, year or so, uh, as part, you know, when you don't have policies you can run on, you got to come up with different messaging for your for your campaign. And so, since the president has no campaign that can be built around the crisis-filled record and the failing policies of Joe Biden. Um, the president has to create new controversies to to get people riled up about. So this is the uh, this is the interesting thing that we are going to be uh, facing in the very near future, uh, because uh, he's going to start saying these outlandish things again. One of which. He just got caught lying about yesterday. Listen to this. I was talking downstairs. I uh, I've spent more time in uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's where I started. So, no, I'm serious. No, he's serious. Right no, now. I used to go to seven thirty mass, and I'd go to ten o'clock ten o'clock services. The Reverend who was then running the church, is now the bishop. She's a bishop, and I'm told your bishop had been there before in South Africa. 
and that's where he is right now. The point is that I've been blessed to worship here before as well. And so that's that's the that's the new thing. He's going to claim. And by the way, nothing that he said there is true. There is zero record that Joe Biden ever attended the Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware. Zero. There's zero evidence of it. But to say, as he you just heard him say with his own mouth, that he started the civil rights movement. Now, he he started something because he he spent a lot of time hanging out with Robert Byrd, who was an actual KKK Grand Kleagle. But to to say with a straight face that he started the civil rights movement, I think, is an insult to people that actually participated in the movement. I think it's an insult to the memory of Martin Luther King Jr. I think it's an insult to the civil rights leaders that did march on Washington. To say that he started the civil rights movement at the Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware. Now, did he did he pop in on occasion? I'm sure he did during campaign cycles. I'm sure that he was there. I'm sure that he you know went in to say hi, asked for votes. But to just bold-faced, bald-faced, whatever the expression is, just make stuff up. Just just start lying directly to people. Uh, anyway, uh, what you don't have a hard time convincing people of is the value that this broadcast brings to them every day. If you're not getting our podcast, go get it now. Uh, you can find Kevin McCullough Radio at any place you get your podcast. Our website is That Kevin Show. We are That Kevin Show on all social media. So Kevin McCullough saying thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time.